Welcome to the Cabin Cast. Your getaway primer. Hello. Hi, Eric. I wonder if we start every episode the same way. I think we do. Pretty close. One of us says hello, and then we dive into things. It's like we sit across from each other with our headphones on, and we have these little, like, you know, eye movements that say, like, you go. No, you go. You go. (laughs) So someday we'll be able to have all these videoed, and people will be able to watch our antics. Yeah, we have a list of, like, improvements and more things we can add and do, but right now we're like, let's just put out a good show. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many ways that uh, that we want to talk to our listeners and share great things with them. So we found some some fun things on the internet and in books and songs to share with this cabin chat this week. So it's it's fun to come in each week and and learn from each other too. One of my favorite websites is cabinlife.com, and we had Donna Peak on the editor-in-chief. That was a phenomenal episode. That was a great one. So we'll link that episode in our show notes that people can go back and listen. They have their great magazines with Log and Timber Home Living and then their great websites as well. So I love when the magazine comes in my mailbox and I love uh, checking up on what they have going on online. And I found a great article today, How Stargazing at Your Cabin Helps Scientists. And one of our favorite things is looking at the stars. I want to do more of it. That's like a goal of mine. We've laid on the dock before and just watched the stars, but I'm watching them and I don't really know much about them. You know, I, I look at them and I'm like, oh, I wish I could know more about which star is which or get find the right app to tell me those things. But some people, this is their hobby. Yeah. They love the stars and the planets. and Yeah, and I love, I mean, just the visuals, the everything, watching the shooting stars and the satellites go by. I think that's something fun that I'll have to get into more as my kids get a little bit older and can really appreciate it. Yeah. There's cause there's nights even right now in the winter, uh, we park in a detached garage. So then we walk from the garage to the house and we'll get, we'll just stop and look up and stare because it just takes your breath away up here when it's so dark and the stars are out. And yeah, I agree. Something to learn more about. Yeah. But those of you that do have a lot of knowledge about this We will link this article that I'm going to share in the show notes so that you can go to it because you can become an amateur scientist. You can help the astronomers. And here's how. This is How Stargazing at Your Cabin Helps Scientists, written by Jana Studluska on cabinlife.com. Here's how an evening on the porch can help expand our understanding of the universe. One of the best parts of cabin life is the night sky full of stars blinking and twinkling and passing overhead in an arc. With no city lights, the night shows her full cast of planets and stars, especially when the moon is new, the night skies are spectacular. If you're the person out on the deck pointing to the sky, picking out the constellations and solar system neighbors, there's a few scientists who would like to work with you. AAVSO, which is shorthand for the American Association of Variable Star Observers, is looking for amateur astronomers. It's that twinkling and blinking that interests these scientists. Variable star changes brightness for lots of reasons. Some stars are pulsating, others are eclipsed by a partner star, or even an extrasolar planet. 
Some change in time scales we can observe, such as hours, days, or weeks. Others flicker in a period of years. Using just a simple camera or binoculars, the AAVSO's finder chart and a short online tutorial that teaches how to evaluate brightness, you can start collecting data. It's true that observing and measuring the brightness of stars is going to be a new skill, but it is deceptively simple. The key is comparing the brightness of your target star to a new nearby star whose brightness is known to be constant. Over hours or overnights, you will plot the observations on a graph of brightness versus time. You will make your own light curves and enter your data into the AAVSO International Database. And voila, you're an amateur astronomer. So there's more in this article about exactly what it is and the the interesting things that you would get to do. So I hope everybody goes and checks it out if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, so we'll link to that for sure. And that's kind of amazing because you think, you know, with how complex scientists and sciences right now, that especially with stars, that they'd have some computer set up that's just documenting these. So the fact that they could utilize and use help from amateurs out there is kind of amazing. And what an amazing thing to do with your grandkids or your your kids, you know, to, to work on a project together that has a la- lasting impact like this is pretty neat. Yeah, that is really, really fun and something that if you're in an area where you can really appreciate the sky and there's maybe less light pollution, as they call it, around, um, sounds like something really useful and fun. Yeah, and an excuse to go out and look at them, right? Yeah, for sure. I can't come in right now, honey. I'm yeah. I'm looking at the star. I'm <laughs> plotting my chart. I'm plotting my chart. I just, yeah, we'll have to, that sounds really fun. I'll have to look at that for yeah. sure. So I thought that was pretty exciting. The Cabin Cast is brought to you by Roughing It in Style. On The Cabin Cast, we talk a lot about making memories. But what makes a home or getaway more likely to create those cherished times? The Interiors team at Roughing It in Style is here to help you find that perfect memory-making balance in your home. The balance between gathering and privacy, form and function, relaxation and entertaining. We have two showrooms stocked with furniture, decor, and lighting. Our Up North store is in Harshaw, Wisconsin, 10 miles south of Minocqua, and our Out West store sits on the doorstep of the Rockies in Fort Collins, Colorado. Find out more and plan your visit today at roughingitinstyle.com. And I also found a poem. I'm like, there has to be a really great poem about cabins out there. And so I'm searching around and I found one and I remember seeing this before on a needle point. So um, some people may have this hanging in their cabin already and it'll be familiar to them. My little cabin in the woods, each moment here feels so good. Time to reflect and ponder the days, peace for the soul, too many ways. Away from the noise of everyday living, my little cabin to me is giving. Give me these days of gentle wonder to relax and escape all the thunder. Time here is always so well spent, but I often wonder where it went. I think that's one of the things we hear a lot. Like it goes so fast. Oh, it goes so fast. And I love this, the simplicity of that little poem. It does sound exactly like a little needle point that a grandma would have done or, you know, a student at school making a project for their mom for mother's day. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a, a much more of an art to a small short poem and getting emotion across than like these long 
you know, super long exaggerated poems where they can make each point. It just having that, that small tight workspace to work in is really makes for good feeling and something special. Well, I love the idea too of putting a poem or something on a, on a needle point that you can hang on the wall. You know, those crafts can be beautiful works of art or gifts. And I would love to know what some people's hobbies are if they, if they do knit or crochet or um, needlepoint, I know it's some of hobbies that are coming back. One of my favorite magazines to read is Country Living Magazine, and they always have a really cute cross stitch pattern in each magazine each month. So people, a lot of people are cross stitching again, and so it's kind of a, a fun hobby to bring to bring back. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I have a cabin in the news. It's something that we add into our cabin chats. And this is one that's really interesting and something I haven't seen done quite this well before. So this is from E-Magazine by Arca Expo, um, your source of innovation in architecture and design. So it's kind of an online magazine. And it's titled How to Add Contemporary Touches to an Original Log Cabin. Right. So in a okay. lot of our cabins in the news, you hear about so-and-so was tearing down a house and found a 1650s cabin <laughs> or a 1750s cabin right. hidden inside. Right. Yeah. We talk about that. So it's kind of where they took a cabin, used it for the general foundational architecture, and then built a normal house around it mm-hmm. where you can kind of see it inside. This time they didn't want to hide the fact that there was an original cabin, but they wanted to bring it up to date. So I'm going to read a little bit of this article. It's by Vanessa Luang, and it's from March 3rd, 2021. We'll link to it in the show notes. In 2020, Canada-based Paul Bernier architect firm completed work on its Cottage on the Point project, a cabin that's been in the same family for 40 years. The main challenge the architects confronted can be understood in a single question. How can additional elements be incorporated without denaturing the original structure and losing the historical trace? According to the architects, the solution was not to pretend that this addition had always been there. The project had to allow the old and new to be clearly visible. Located on the shore of a lake, the architects planned an extension on top rather than on the sides of the cabin, with the exception of the screen porch. The most evident difference between the old and new is the layout of the logs. A horizontal layout was used to create the original structure, vertical for the new upper floor. So they added an upper addition in this beautiful modern design. It's a black cabin, which is really cool. And you can clearly see, we'll, we'll probably share pictures mm-hmm. in the uh, in our socials. You can clearly see the original cabin and then this really cool modern addition to it. So it's like making visible the old and new it's just really neat. They saved the fireplace. They put a new staircase in, and then they completely updated the interior of the cabin. It's sleek and modern inside. But whatever they did, it's it's the really the neatest way I've seen a remodel done on an old cabin. It's it's really special. And they made it in a way that it doesn't look awkward. No, it's really creative, but it works. It's yeah, because that could go wrong in so many different right? ways. And yeah. The way they did it, I mean, there, a lot of thought went into it, mm-hmm. but the lines, everything just works. So it's yeah. it's a neat way and maybe something that our listeners, if they have an old cabin that they've been thinking of a way to kind of bring it up to date and do something a little special with it, would really like to take a look at. And I, I love the way the article describes the thought that they put into it, too. They, they did a beautiful job explaining it. 
So yeah, we'll have that linked in the show notes so everybody can read the whole article and we'll share a picture of what we've been talking about in our socials. Hey, it's Kristen. I'm here to tell you about White Arrow's Home. White Arrow's Home is a lifestyle brand that shares a warm and cozy mix of design ideas, inspirational style, and personal journeys from the backdrop of the Wisconsin Northwoods and my lakeside log cabin home. I love sharing daily inspiration for you on my blog, through social media, and in my shop. At White Arrow's Home, you can shop in person in the store, but also online from anywhere. You'll find a mix of antique, vintage, and new furniture, accessories, and gifts carefully curated to fit our brand of classy cabin and cottage decor, campy style, and always a heavy sprinkling of plaids. New products come in the shop daily with decor that will let you bring Northwoods living into your own home and style spaces that are inviting, beautiful, and make family and friends want to linger longer. Speaking of kind of bringing new things into the world, we asked for our listeners' favorite cabin breakfast because we were, yep. you know, we have our own favorites. We've talked about them a bunch of times and the things that you usually cook and I usually cook, but we wanted to hear from our listeners on the types of things that they had, whether they were their specialties or there's just old go-tos. Um, so we want to read a couple of those. Yeah, we love sharing. Um, a lot of you tag us in your pictures on Instagram and then we like to reshare them either in our posts or in our stories. And we're also always searching for new feeds to follow and get inspiration from um, and all of you that we follow to share your things. And I found this beautiful winter view with a delicious breakfast. And it was from Yellowstone Base Camp Lodge that I posted the other day. And some I asked people to share in the comments what their favorite breakfasts were. And this was a few of them that we heard from. Oatmeal with almonds and a sprinkle of brown sugar every day year-round. Biscuits and gravy breakfast casserole. That one I think we need the recipe for. Yeah. Definitely pancakes, bacon, and lots of coffee. And I think that we've talked about that's one of the best smells, too, yeah. is the bacon. And you do all the cast iron. Yes. So to have the bacon cooking in the cast iron and... Yeah, there's just nothing. I think I could eat breakfast all day. Yeah, I, I could eat breakfast all day, too. Yeah. There's that breakfast for dinner. That's a big, I bet your kids love when you do stuff like that. And we have a new favorite breakfast and I'm often embarrassed to share some of my recipes on here because, you know, like I shared our waffle sandwiches, yeah. just sandwiches in the, and then you, you know, panini them in the waffle maker. And somehow that makes them magical. Well, our, my kid's new favorite breakfast is nothing gourmet, but it's so easy and they like it more than the store-bought bakery version. So they're donuts. Okay, I have to hear this. Donuts. They're donuts. You make your own donuts? I make my own donuts. Now, my mom makes donuts from scratch. They're like the cake donut, like perfectly fried and everything. Mine are from a can of biscuits and in the air fryer. So I, the, what I love about it is you can keep a can of biscuits in the fridge for, I get the grand, the yep. big ones, yep. um, and buttermilk, not the flaky ones. Sure. And so they can stay in the fridge for a couple of weeks or whatever until I'm ready to surprise the kids for a breakfast. And then I have this little tool, you know, you could use anything that makes a little circle. So you could even use the cap of, you know, use your bottle, water sure. bottle cap or something to make the whole of the donut come out. Mine is a little tool that you use in cupcakes that you can pull the middle out and then put a filling in it. So I take the little donut hole part out and then I dip the holes and 
the biscuit shape like a donut now in butter, melted butter. And then I dip them both sides in cinnamon sugar. Oh, wow. And then I put them in the air fryer, 400 degrees, and start checking them at about five or six minutes. They can take maybe up to 10 minutes. And then shake them out on a big platter, and they love them more than store-bought bakery donuts. Oh, that's they sound amazing. And they're so easy and quick. Yeah. Yeah. See, so. I haven't we haven't done the air fryer thing, but that's very intriguing all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> right? I know. It makes it easy to keep on hand and something special like you could just do that on the first morning your guests show up or something really easy and special. So. Yeah, it seems easy, it seems fun and you know, super delicious. Or feed the kids before all the grown-ups get up and have the the egg casserole. So yeah. maybe all the kids get the little air fryer donuts. Oh, great so, idea. Love yeah. it. Yeah. So Love that's it. an easy new breakfast. Cool. So, so we have uh the next thing we have to share is another song for you guys. I know everyone loves the music that we share and we love to share it so much. So this is a song and a lot of times we'll pick newer songs. I, I like to pick things that just come out when you go to a lot of the different pages for artists, it'll show you their most popular song. Um, but you know, whatever's up and coming, whatever they're most happy to share and really putting out there and promoting. We like to share. So this is a band that I've, I've enjoyed for a really long time. It's called Jamestown revival. Jamestown revival is an American folk duo made up of Zach chance and Jonathan clay, the childhood friends from Magnolia, Texas, write songs about everyday life that are a combination of harmonies that merge Southern country, Americana and Western rock music, which are all things that I like. So this is, again, Young Man from Jamestown Revival. It's the title track from their latest album. I walked back down the river bend road Gathered up a couple good stones Down to the water when looking for a load wasn't very far from home I saw my face at the water's edge A man with a heavy heart But every now and then he feels so close But every now and then so far Tell me Hadn't seen enough of his day Ten years time and a wiser man Sees his world's changed But knowing somehow what I didn't know then Would I still done it the same Suddenly in the middle of winter I'm floating on the lake in my mind That yeah. is... Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I love songs that are really reflective and, you know, they're thinking about life and they're thinking about time moving on or, I mean, love or family or any of those things. But I really like that there's a, a feature in Apple Music 
and I think Spotify too, where you can pull up the lyrics and it'll go through kind of karaoke style. Yeah. Not that you want to sing along, but just to <laughs> read through it like it is a poem mm-hmm. or it is something that you can really soak in above just because sometimes you, the music is you get lost in the song a little more and you lose like the really detail and the, the writing and just reading it sometimes is, is a nice way to soak it in. You're right. That's a great idea. And that's a good one to do it too. Yeah, that was a great recommendation. Yeah, so check out Jamestown Revival. They've got a ton more good music. There's a couple other great songs. All their music is great from the new album, but just the ones that I've really zoned in and listened to are are really good and a lot of their old stuff too. And when you're looking for um, a new playlist to listen to, if you are on Spotify, you can go and follow and listen to our playlists. Um, Just search the Cabin Cast and you'll, you'll pull up our podcast episodes, but we also have music playlists like one for the pontoon and one for a road trip and one for around the campfire. So it's a great way to remember some of these artists that we've introduced you to as well. So, well, thanks for another great chat and thanks to all our listeners for the the messages and things that they're sending to us as well. Yeah. So we got a lot of exciting things coming up here as, as winter keeps rolling through and we kind of head on into spring. We're doing a bunch of kind of scheduling stuff with our next batch of guests and yeah, can't wait for that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And we're, you know, always open. The cool thing is, is they don't have to be local. So that's something that our followers know. We're thanks to the wonders of technology. We're yeah. able to do interviews with guests all over the country. So, and we have so far. So, I mean, we've done, you know, Montana and I think New Hampshire and I mean, yeah. uh, all kinds of, all kinds yeah, we'll of cool have to put places. a map together. It'd be fun. Yeah. To we see. should do a guest map on yeah. our, uh, on our website. We'll have to think about that for sure. Yeah. It'd be fun to see where everybody's from and then what states we need to get to. Yeah. Do like a 50, 50 guests in 50 weeks or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where we could get the guests down. That's yeah. cool. So that would be great. All right. Thanks everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the cabin cast. You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Cabincast. We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getaway at the cabincast.com. Until next week, enjoy the journey.